Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Welcome inside the Radio Octagon. This is Saskatchewan's number one sports talk show, The Sports Cage on 620 CKRM. Back inside the sports cage on this Thursday for Extreme Hockey. Donnie Aran and Terrington have taken over Extreme Hockey and Sport. New owners, same goals, proudly serving Regina and the community for 35 years. Barney Shankaruk, Sharky, Ryan McNally, and Craig Adam inside the cage today. In this hour, we're going to be joined momentarily on the Western Pizza Hotline by absolute legend, when it comes to the Regina Pats and junior hockey in general, Bob Strum. We've got Arash Madani joining us after the bottom of the hour break. So still a lot to get to. But let's get on that Western Pizza hotline and down to Las Vegas, Nevada. Bob Strum. Bob, are you there? Have you recovered from the Super Bowl, Bob? Well, I didn't go anywhere near the Super Bowl, so I... Had nothing to recover from. What was the city like? Oh, it was a madhouse, man. <laughs> I was just... Did you... Did mean, you, did it, you was, it was more of a madhouse than usual, if you know what I mean. Did you wager on the game? You know, I don't I don't bet a lot. I bet, do bet a little bit here and there, but I was talking to my daughter and her... And her guy, the day before the game, and they said, what's your call in the Super Bowl? I said, well, it's going into overtime, and Kansas City's going to win. You're full of, you know what? You said that? No, I'm not. No, honest to, honest, honest to the hockey gods. And did I bet it? No, I did not. Yeah, that's the kind of action oh, you oh, need. Oh, that have paid. You yeah. need to hit that action, Bob. What oh, are you doing? Oh, my. Well, yeah, we, we don't think about the. Yeah, money we coulda, woulda, shoulda. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, let's let's get into hockey here, and I don't know how much you still follow. And we're going to go down some some stories from the old days in a bit here. But are you following? You know the the Western Hockey League, and especially the Regina Pats right now. They try and claw into the playoffs. I follow it. You know, not as closely as uh, as. I could, but, uh, you know, I, I certainly follow it and watch the scores and this and that. So, you know, it, it uh, yeah, the Pats are, are hanging and banging. Uh, I, I spoke to the boys when I was there in October, and, uh, yeah, they just don't seem to be able to get in a run. You know, I think that yeah. uh, on the bottom part of the stand, obviously the top teams are in the run the whole year, most of but. Uh, in the bottom half, you got to get on a bit of a run to guarantee that you're going to be in, you know? Bobby, I got a question for you. I'm going to take you down memory lane a little bit, but I remember oh, a day I remember a day in March of ninety of nineteen eighty four. I'm at the at the Agrodome at that time enjoying a game of the Brandon Wheat Kings and the Regina Pats. Uh could you tell me where you were sitting for that particular night? And I think you know which one we're referring to. 
You mean uh, the game that lasted four hours? <laughs> the game where Hextall tried to take Lyndon Byer's head off. That one. Yeah, I was behind the bench for that one. <laughs> that was quite. A, that was quite an event. That will never happen again in hockey, though, will it? Well, not. No, I don't. I wouldn't think so. Uh, yeah, I, w- I was behind the bench and. You know, the Hall was going on the ice, and Les Jackson, who was GM of the Brandon Wheat Kings, came all the way down from the press box and jumped me from behind. And fortunately, I did a little Houdini and got out of my suit jacket uh, real quick, and the boys were giving it to me afterwards. I said, look, it's a lot easier to buy a new jacket than it is to fix a broken nose. <laughs> <laughs> Bob, Bob, how... Craig Adam here, you know, if you were to coach behind the bench of a of a Western Hockey League team now, could you do it? My first direct answer is no. Uh, my second answer would be, you know, it would take a lot of adjustments. I mean, there's... Well, the game has changed so much, right? Like, if you've seen... Well, the game has changed and times have changed and the players have changed. So, you know, you, you've got to elicit a maximum effort out of the boys... And and you've got to uh, get a collective effort out of the boys, and you know, I so the methods of doing that certainly would be different, <laughs> obviously today than they they were in the old days. But the old days, would, it was a different, completely different environment, completely different game. You know, I mean, am I proud of some of the things we got involved in? I guess not, <laughs> but it was. It was just the way, time, I, the way things were. That's just the way things were. Somebody said to me one time, Scrummer, you were nuts when you were in Western Hockey League. I said, well, if you weren't nuts, you didn't stay in the league very long. <laughs> That's true. What, uh, you know, you're not that many years removed from scouting in, in the NHL. And like, you know, Craig said, you've watched a lot of hockey over the last little bit. With all this analytics and how that is changing hockey and changing sport, what what's your take on analytics? Because you know the, the old school and the and the way it was, you know, when you were coaching, when we were playing, you know, coaches wrote off uh, off their gut and what they thought. Where nowadays it comes from upstairs and it's it's data spreadsheets and and all that. Well, you know, analytics are fine if they tell me something I want to know. Um, I don't have a problem with that if it's related relatable to get uh, you know. Uh, players' performance and and what's crucial to the game, but you know, there's two things that you know, there's no analytics for character, and uh, for the most part, uh, as Bill Belichick says, talent sets the floor, character sets the ceiling, and I haven't seen an analytics for character yet. And and the other thing is eyes on is still important to me. I still watch a lot of hockey, a lot of. NHL hockey, obviously, I, I still do a ratings book at the end of the year, and I do a little consulting work for a team over in Europe. So, um, character's so crucial. I mean, the good teams we had in in Regina, we had so much character, and you know, I got a, had the pleasure of watching Vegas win the Stanley Cup here last year, and they won on character and compete and culture. The three C's that uh, usually result in a championship. Bobby, in all your time back here in Regina, and sorry to drag you away from the Vegas story, but in all your time back here in Regina, you you were not scared to make a deal to find another player to go go bring a kid out of the woodwork that nobody had ever seen before. What 
what would you put down as one of your favorite deals or favorite finds while you were back here? Well, it wasn't really a find, but, you know, Durkat, one of the greats of all time, uh, everybody told him, you know, he'd been on Portland's list, he'd been on Saskatoon list, and everybody told him he was too small to play in the league, and he had every college in the country chasing him, even in those days, and, you know, I flew into Winnipeg and met with him and his parents, and one thing led to another, and he became one of the greatest pats in the history of the team, and so... I would probably categorize that as, as the greatest recruit uh, recruiting job that that we did when I was there. The other, I mean, in terms of fines, uh, I, I, I'd have to I'd have to really ravel back into my memory bank. Uh, um, you know, Dave McKaylick was another that was playing in PA. PA was tier two at the time, and and um, you know, he was ticketed for college as well, and and uh, we were able to get uh, Dave to come in to, to uh, Regina and, and became a real good player for us, drafted by the Philadelphia Flyers. Well, there's a lot of guys there, Bob, too. You think of guys like Stewie Grimson, and, you know, he his dad didn't even want him to play. <laughs> play with the well, Pats. Well, the, yeah, the Grim Reaper was a good story. That wasn't my find. That was... Our head scout, Glenn Dirk, who's one of the best ever, um, actually saw him in a street fight outside a movie theater in Kamloops. And, um, you know, he asked the kid, do you play hockey? And he said, uh, yeah, I'm on the B team, the junior B team or the midget B team or whatever it was here in Kamloops. And so uh, Dirk, invited him to camp. And, uh, you know, we, he was a prospect. He was big. He was tough. Uh, but his father was an RCMP officer, Stan, Stan Grimson. And he came into my office at the end of training camp and said, um, you know, I'm taking Stu home. You're not going to make a goon out of my son. (laughs) Uh, Forgive the word. And on the way home, I don't know what happened. Uh, Stan went for went to the men's room anyway and Stu got on the payphone and called me from I think it was Medicine Hat or somewhere and said uh, he said Mr. Strum don't give my job away I'll be back <laughs> so, nice. um, he, he did he came back he had a good career and the funny thing is that I saw Stan in Vancouver, I was in Vancouver and, and the Blackhawks at the time were playing there and Stu was on the Blackhawks and Stan was in the in the crowd in during warm-up and I sidled down beside him and I said, I guess it's okay for $300,000 a year but not for $25 a week, eh, Stan? And he looked at me and he said, thanks for everything you did for my son, Bob. That's yeah. awesome. That, you know. Yeah, that's a good story. When when we had you on the Monday Nooner and, and the stories were just amazing, but it started like back in Saskatoon. And this is the thing because I'm a Saskatoon guy and you and Dave King go way back, but you always found a way and 
and I don't want to say manipulate. That's not the right word. But you found a way around certain rules, or you or you you <laughs> tested rules just to to land players. The Gary Lehman story about the surrogate. Uh, family is an all-timer, but the story that I love that really stood out, Bob, was when you got your start, and you, I, I don't, can't remember if you were still in high school, but you took on the Aiden Bowman Bears, didn't you, the juvenile team, and you figured yep. out a loophole to land players that were playing for the U of S Huskies. Well, yeah, it, it, it yeah, they were going to disband the, uh, the, they weren't high school teams, but they were named after the high schools, and they were going to they were going to disband the ABCI uh, juvenile team, and I went to the uh, uh, Roy Will. Oh my God, the computer's working today. Uh, <laughs> Roy Will was the president of the uh, Saskatoon Minor Hockey Association. Went to him and said, "Look, you can't disband the team from my area. I'll coach the team." He said, "Bob, you don't want to coach those guys." I said, "Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'd like to." How old are you? And How so old are you at this my- time? I was in uh, probably second or third year university, so I'd be 20 or 21, somewhere in there. And uh, anyway, I knew Lynn Bannister, who was coaching the Huskies at the time, and we had our we had our uh, first couple of practices. I had them outdoors to see which guys were really interested in making a team, and the best player didn't show up for either practice. Then we had a our next practice was at Rutherford Rink, which was indoors and he was in the dressing room getting dressed. And I said, what are you doing here? He said, well, I'm on the team. I'm your best player. He said, I'm not, you're not my best player. You're not on the team anymore. So that was my start right there. And then, uh, we were a little shy, excuse me, on talent. And so I went to uh, Lynn Bannister and said, look, uh, let me, you know, wait till you make your cuts and, Give me your first two cuts from the Huskies. You can call them up if you got injuries or anytime you need. I'll find billets for them in the Aiden Bowman district, and they can play juvenile for me and be your depth guy. So Wade was seen and Chuck Armstrong were their names. Believe it or not, I remember that too. And, uh, yeah, they were my two best players. And we ended up having a pretty good team, uh, made the playoffs, uh, lost in the first round to a team – whose star was the guy that I cut. So there's the full circle. <laughs> uh, we could go on and on. But I, I got I got one more before you let you go, Bob. So you say you still yeah. watch a lot of hockey. As things go yeah, on yeah. here, the NHL season, we're, we're getting in, pushing into March. Who do you like? You know, because you see hockey from a different point of view. Who do you like right now that's uh, maybe, maybe, you know, they're not in first, but you like them and how they're built for the playoffs? Well, Florida's I, – I would – if you put a gun to my head and asked me who was going to win the Stanley Cup, I'd say Florida. They they got pushed around. They had a lot of injuries last year in the final against Vegas, got pushed around, and they are bigger. They've added size on their back end. Um, you know, they've added another kid named Gadjevich who's been around the league a little bit, but a tough kid on their fourth line. They've addressed the issues that allowed Vegas to push them around last year. And as I would look at it today – uh, Bobrovsky, if he continues to play, man, he's playing like Mr. Vesna of the old days. And if he continues to play like that, I, I would say Florida's the favorite to win the Stanley Cup this year. Really nice. I'm going to sprinkle on them tonight when I go on to my Play Now sports app. Bob, like I said, we could go on for a long time. Thanks so much for hopping on the Monday, or not the Monday, the sports cage here on 620 CKRM, and we're going to have you back. 
Yeah, anytime, boys. I enjoy it. Thanks. Thank Appreciate you. it. Care. Bob Strum on the Western Pizza Hotline from Las Vegas, Nevada. We've got to take a quick break. You are listening to the Sports Cage on 620 CKRM.